This is the Practicing XP podcast. Hi, I'm Akshay. And I'm Chirag. We've been practicing extreme programming for 10 years each in ThoughtWorks. In this podcast, we'll share our perspectives, our opinions and experiences while practicing XP. Thanks for tuning in. Hello and welcome to another episode of Practicing XP. This is Chirag and this is Akshay. We are continuing our series of uh, episodes on estimation. In the latest ones, we've talked about how big something is and how to answer that question. Uh, and then we've uh, talked about how long it will take to get something done and how to answer that question meaningfully. So today let's talk about answering the question of when will stuff get done. Let's start. Cool. So as always, uh, we are actually going to try to uh, change the question that we answer uh, because uh, our reflection is that it is not a meaningful question to answer when will all of this get done uh, and that's because of two problems. So one, uh, we established uh, last episode that uh, your velocity is bound to change and so we even called it estimated velocity because uh, you're, that's a guesswork and uh, it is very very likely that uh, that number will change once you actually start working and so uh, the simple math is uh, uh, is that if your scope is 200 points and your estimated velocity is 10 then you will take 20 iterations to finish the entire scope uh, but one problem is that you know that 10 is going to change uh, you will find new problems that uh, the team has to encounter in terms of uh, the environment that they are working in, the teams, other teams that they have to interact with and whatnot. And so uh, once you start working, you might find that the 10 uh, is actually coming down to 8 or 5 or, uh, or going up to 12. Uh, and so it will change the answer of uh, how long will all of this take uh, to get done. And the second problem is that uh, the all is also very variable. Uh, so you came up with 200 points uh, of scope, but uh, that was in your initial exercise uh, at the time of initiating the project. Uh, but in the market that we live in today, uh, things in the, in, the, in the world will change, in the market will change, things inside the organization will also change. And uh, it is in fact meaningful to let that scope change over a period of time. Right. And so, uh, so that means that neither is your scope going to remain stable, uh, nor is your velocity going to remain stable. And so answering the question of how long will all of this take uh, is not a really meaningful exercise. So let's see what's a more meaningful question to answer. Right. So uh, before we evolve to the next question to answer, I want to talk about, I want to take what Akshay talked about uh, in in that uh, scope needs to vary and, and that it is meaningful that scope varies. I want to talk about that more uh, and connect it with, uh, uh, with a very old concept called uh, the project management triangle. It's called also the golden triangle. Uh, so the uh, so imagine a triangle with, the, with these three points. One is cost, one is uh, scope. Uh, and another is time so these three points so the belief in in this uh, model is that you should not freeze all three points of of this triangle so if you if you have inflexibility in all of these three points 
देन इफ यू फिक्स ऑल ऑफ दिस एंड बी इनफ्लेक्सीबल अबाउट इट देन वॉट विल हैपन इज दैट क्वालिटी विल सफर सो इमेजिन यू नो देर इज ऑल्सो अ फोर्थ पॉइंट यू नो थिंक ऑफ इट एज अज अ पिरामिड एंड इफ यू इफ यू वर इनफ्लेक्सीबल अबाउट स्कोप कॉस्ट एंड टाइम देन द ओनली थिंग दैट इज लेफ्ट यू नो दैट कैन चेंज विल चेंज then uh, and and often in the wrong direction and that is quality and so that's why you don't want to fix all three points of this triangle now like akshay said amongst these three points you already know that scope is the one that should change because that's that's what the market demands that's why we've moved in this broad direction of of agile and xp in the first place because we've realized that scope keeps changing and and it should change and so we want to embrace that change by saying that uh, amongst these points let scope be the one point that does change uh, so then you want to what does that mean that that means that you want to freeze cost what does freezing cost mean it means in simple terms to uh, freeze the team size and that is anyways good ad- good advice uh, going back you know to 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 again a long time back so mythical man month uh, the 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 age old book on this already talks about uh, this advice that uh, adding people to a project that is late will only make it later so so going with that my uh, that uh, that understanding anyways it makes sense to freeze the team size and thus cost so you frozen cost then other thing that uh, that you should freeze is uh, freeze time so so make a commitment to 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 yourself and and your stakeholders that uh, at x time you will deliver so in 3 months we will we will deliver or at the end of one year we will deliver uh, and so the whole game then is about uh, you frozen the cost you frozen quality at the highest you frozen time and then you can constantly only then ask two questions Uh, which is how much should you will you get done in that time and what should we get done in that time so those are the two questions that uh, that become interesting to answer um but even before we answer those two questions we have to uh, understand that um understand that when you, when i when i say in xp you freeze time uh you don't have to you don't freeze time in one level of abstraction you actually freeze time in every iteration so you are in in fact freezing time in multiple small chunks uh which is what we call iterations and at the end of each chunk uh, you want to deliver something into production and at the beginning of each chunk you are asking yourself how much will you get done so those are those are the two questions you are const- constantly asking uh, at the end of every iterations about how much and and what should you get done and you are aiming to release uh, software at the end of each chunk right and uh, and this kind of an approach completely changes the game that you are playing uh, so now instead of uh, trying to predict how much you will be able to do and trying to keep to those predictions uh you have now broken down your uh your your big scope into small uh, releases and small iterations and so you are trying to answer these questions every two weeks about how much can we do in the coming two weeks and what should we do right and how much can we do in the coming two weeks is a fairly easy question to answer because 
uh, your velocity uh, even the guess of your velocity is going to be quite uh, predictable for such a short period uh, and so so that increases the predictability of of how much you'll be able to do and it also uh, reduces the anxiety and the pressure that people feel because if you say that you are only going to deliver every 6 months or every year then what does not get delivered this time will take another 6 months to get delivered right but if you break it down into really small iterations and so that you are able to release every one week or every two weeks then what doesn't get done today will get done next week and that makes it much more easy for business for other stakeholders to uh, to be uh, flexible with what gets done right and that's what you want because you don't want to fix scope you want to actually keep it flexible and you want to uh, make sure that people have the opportunity to think about it uh, frequently and change their mind frequently and that's why I deliver the most valuable stuff uh, into production and what that means is that the real important question uh, then becomes what should we do next uh, and there are two ways in which uh, you would want to answer this question uh, so one you need to learn from what you've put into production already uh, so let's say that last month you decided that you want to build a certain feature to increase the conversion rate of your customers and so you want to learn from that you want to see whether that metric is really moving in the right direction or not uh, and what can you do to to make it move in the right direction uh, so so that's one Uh, uh one way of learning from already working software the second thing that you want to do is to get feedback even before writing a single line of code and so you want to create prototypes uh and talk to uh, potential as well as real users uh to test out those prototypes to understand if this new thing that we are thinking of will it be valuable to users are they going to buy it are they going to use it uh and and that way you get feedback even before you uh, write a single line of code and those two questions uh, will let you answer what should we do next and that's a much more meaningful question for the team to spend time on rather than spending time on output uh, questions like how much did we sign up for and how much did we do and what went wrong right so let me try and summarize what all we've talked about so one claim we are making is uh, the question of when will all of it get done is not a very meaningful question to answer so so don't worry about that question so much uh, we talked about the 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 golden triangle of project management and and why scope should be the only variable on that on that triangle you should freeze cost you should freeze time most importantly you should freeze quality to the highest level possible uh, then we've talked about the idea of uh, iterations and and freezing time at the at, at those boundaries and then at the boundary of every iteration and even more frequently uh, if possible you want to uh, release continuously into production and so you want to practice continuous delivery that way and then finally uh, Akshay, <clears throat> and then finally, you want to also discover what is the next valuable thing to build continuously. And so that's continuous delivery. Continuous discovery, you mean? Right. Do I do that again? Yeah. Okay. <coughs> um, so I, I can do that. And then uh, to make sure that you actually answer the question about what should you do next. 
uh, you apply the techniques of continuous discovery, uh, which is learning from the software that's already in production as well as learning from prototypes. Uh, and and that's a more meaningful question to uh, to worry about than when will all of this get done right so uh, so that brings us to um, to to an end of uh, the last three episodes we've tried to answer all of these questions and and you know we've said what are what is a better question to answer and how to answer it in the next episode we will talk about how this approach of uh, of thinking about planning and estimation how it solves uh, many of the problems that we had initially talked about while talking about uh, uh, planning and estimation based on time cool see you next time bye bye